And welcome to the South Road, boys. I am Joe. I am Troy. Hey, mate. What's going on? Hey. Good to see you, actually, buddy. I've Good been looking you. forward to the night. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Now, how happy are you after Wednesday? Um, <laughs> well, Wednesday was a great day. I mean, uh, we played the Tigers, of course. We're talking Collingwood. I assume that's where you're going with this. Yeah, Anzac Day. Yeah, Richmond we got beat, but I was pretty happy with the boys still. That was a ripper game until the end, but Anzac Day... Didn't expect him to come out and thump him that easy. So oh, stoked by the pies. So stoked. Yeah. So very, very happy. I, I was thinking of you on Anzac Day and thinking that you would have been extremely happy. You know what else I was? Win. What? Extremely drunk. <laughs> um, Bubba and Housey and I had the day watching the game. We went out Josh. to... Josh. Yeah, or as some people call him, Josh. Went to a local... Um, bar that was planted on the big screen that were kicking. Yes. Got there about one o'clock, kicking into the pints. Mm-hmm. Um, do yeah. you prefer to what? Do you prefer to go to a, a pub and and watch it there, or are you just as happy to have people over beers at your place because you've got a big fuck off? Yeah, look, there, I'm I'm pretty happy with both. I enjoy mm. watching at home. Like I watched the game yesterday here by myself. It didn't worry me. Like I still love the shit out of it. Mm. Um. But I don't mind watching it out and about either. The only thing I don't like about watching football out and about is that I'm not a, I'm not an arrogant fan. Like I'm not gonna, you, you'll argue this, but I'm not gonna stick it up to strangers I don't know and act like a complete dick because I won. Not, not to strangers. No, no. to people I know no. that's different because you to, know what? To people, to people you know, you ring them up and go, "We fucked you in the ass. Yeah, we fucked you in fine, the ass." Because which you know is what why? I got. Yeah, but you know why? Because well, I, the people you do that to that you know have the opportunity to do that back to you again. Uh, well, they don't because they support security. Well, not this year. <laughs> <laughs> but nothing annoys me more than when you're out somewhere, yes. unlike you got the colours on, you know, you're supporting the team, and you get beat. And you yes. have that one you've... dickhead that just keeps poking the bear over and over again until you want to just glass him in the face. Not that I'm saying that's a good thing to do, kids at home. Metaphorically, <laughs> glass in the face. Yes, and big shout out to the LBGTIQ community, poking the bear. <laughs> For me, that, that joke just doesn't get old. No. So very happy with the result. Very happy to see the Pies are actually genuine top eight contenders this year. Didn't expect that. So oh, we don't want to talk about football anymore. No, we're going to move on from that. I wasn't going to. I was going to leave it. But exactly. I was now, happy. speaking of poking the bear, <laughs> I... What have you been doing, Jack? I get irritated by the stupidest things. I don't know why I get irritated by the stupidest things, but I do. And I've held off on mentioning this because I know it's a stupid thing to be irritated by, but the other night it just shit me to tears. This isn't going to be a five things I hate, is it? No, it's not a five things I I hate. I don't even hate this one thing, (laughs) and I have no idea why it's annoying me. I have no idea why I get there and go, Oh, for fuck's sake. But I do. Every time. So we had the resurgence or the, the, the evolution, I suppose. It'd probably be between, what, seven years ago of what we now call the hipster. So a big heavy beard like yours, mm-hmm. sleeve tattoos. Rolled up jeans. Uh, rolled up jeans or skinny jeans. And sandals. Yeah. Um, yeah. Fixie bike. Definitely. And... 
fucking bang on about their single origin coffee. Now, and also love the environment somehow in most cases. There's something. Uh, there, there's a cause. Yeah. It doesn't have to be the end. Now, can I just simply say, look, fucking, I'm not here to say that I'm a coffee snob, but roadies, I'm a bit of a coffee lover and I roast my own. Any oh, coffee. roast your own coffee. <laughs> exactly. Right. But fucking anyone who tells you, I only drink single origin, Brazil fucking is not a single origin. All right. So, <laughs> it's one of the largest countries on the planet. I'm not a if coffee man. Coffee- what a single origin. Just to point this out. It'd be the same as if I told you it was a single vineyard or a single source for a red wine. Okay. Now, the thing is, people say, oh, single Carry origin. On. Oh, fuck, <laughs> this boils my blood. This is one of those, this is a, this is a five things that shit me almost. No, but it's not. All right. But people say single origin. That's fine. But the variety in a coffee bean or a grape, if you're a wine drinker from a country the size of Brazil... It's like saying single origin Australian wine. Fuck, you know, what you're going to get in Western Australia is going to be vastly different of what you're going to get in Tasmania. Of course. Just simply because of the growing conditions. And that's the same with coffee. So, what when I buy my coffee, and I, I often buy a blend because I have, um, I usually have milk-based drinks, so I like a latte or something like that. So, you lose some of the flavour of the coffee. It's like, people who have who like a whiskey um and then some people who like a whiskey with coke now mm-hmm. aficionados of whiskey will say oh that's never a crime yep that's a crime and i'll never 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 but other people go you know what i don't mind a whiskey and whiskey and cola i enjoy Which the is taste me. and yeah so but you don't know you don't need to go and spend the amount of money on uh, a high-end whiskey because you're going to put Coke with it, and you know that that's going to change the flavour. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Whereas a whiskey aficionado will get there and spend a shit ton of money on a 35-year-old single malt, whatever it happens to be, because they'll be able to taste whatever. Fuck. Anyway, coffee's the same. So, unless, of course, it's from the same plantation, don't tell me it's single fucking origin. Just don't. You know? Just don't. Just stop it. <laughs> So, obviously, this has happened recently. Oh, it has. No, the, no, the coffee thing's been ongoing since I became a coffee snob. Um, <laughs> but I try not to be. I so try not to be. I've got friends of mine who I will go to their house and they'll serve me instant. And you know what? That's fine. I will drink it and I won't go, ooh, this is fucking instant, like I am now. But I don't do it to them, to their face. <laughs> um, <sighs> I, Yeah. So, but what has annoyed me is hipsters. They don't annoy me. I get that. But what's annoyed me is that mainstream have now tried to adopt the hipsterness and make it normal. And I'll give you the example. What do you think this establishment is? Grindstone. 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 You see, I mean, obviously it's going to be coffee-based, but I, I'm thinking maybe it's, it's something to do with like a um, some kind of a gayism. You would think so. Like guys that like to, you know, have fun with other penises. Yeah. No. A little bit of back no, no, tie. No. no, no. It's a fucking barber. You and I'm not talking Tony Barber. 
It's a barbershop. Grindstone. Grindstone. Because you use a a stone to grind your whatever. Okay, yeah. Okay. So now I get... I I don't know how this links in, but... (laughs) Oh, this, this is the thing that shits me. It's the adaptation of something that was probably started as a very niche. So all the guys who who are barbers, like I've I've been to barbers. You and I grew up in a very small seaside town. My first barber was Swanee. Swanee was great. I went you to know, Swanee. Yeah. And Swanee, you didn't say how you want your hair cut. He just basically kept on cutting until he stopped talking. <laughs> yeah, that's it. And the only way you get Swanee to shut up is for you to stop talking. But pretty much you're walking out of there with a short back and sides, no matter what you ask for. Yeah, he was old school. He was old school, and I reckon he was there for 50 years, and I'd been in there many times, many, many times. I have fond memories of it. And so when I came to Melbourne, I found um, I found a place um, in the city, which was at the back of a men's clothing shop. And it was <laughs> you just, saw this isn't a gay thing? <laughs> yeah, true story. And it was just three chairs, and this guy called Sebastiano, he, he would cut your hair, and then there was another guy who was near home, who was, uh, the place smelt like stale tobacco and had the horse racing on the radio (laughs) and you went in and you got your your haircut. But this grindstone is franchising hipsterness. So all the guys in there are wearing the leather aprons, like there's something out of fucking Dexter. Yeah, Um, okay. (laughs) um, I don't think if you're not, from an islander background, they're going to hire you because I've never walked past any of these and they're now a franchise. That's the thing that's annoyed me. If it was a standalone one, when I first was, when I saw my first one, I went, oh, oh yeah, I get what they're trying to do. Yep. But they're just everywhere. So now they're like, they're the Hudson's of barbers now. They're exactly like the Hudson's of barber. Mm. And they are, I think, look, I don't know. I don't know how hard it is to cut hair. I'm sure it's probably hard. You need to go to TAFE. But fuck. And you've got all these suburbanite people who just go, oh, I've got myself a hipster haircut. No, you haven't. You just haven't. <laughs> fuck, you have not. This should have been a five things that shit me. Oh, why, you're, I don't you're know off. Why, I don't know why it annoys me. Why would that annoy me? Why is that a rational person? Can tell, tell me as a rational person, why would that annoy me? But why do things annoy us so? Does there always have to be a reason? Well, there should, because there's no reason. <laughs> it's like how many times do you have or come across something that just shits you to tears? And you tell all these oh. people that shits you to tears, but it doesn't change your life whatsoever. Oh, shit, Troy. It's worse than what I thought. Oh, no. <laughs> Fuck. That's international? It's not just a hit. No, it's not just a barbers. They are baristas and kitchen. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> so what they're doing is they're it, creating... Now hipsters. it's out of control. It is. But here's the saddest thing that annoys me the most is one of the guys who's in their marketing, I know. <laughs> really? And Yes. But the thing is he's... he And he is... He's the only person I know who can... He's got the handlebar moustache that he curls at the end. Like, it goes around upon itself and yeah, back in I've again. seen those before. They're ridiculous. Ridiculous in the, from the point of view of, I don't understand how they do it. <laughs> oh, he, he uses the wax and twirls yep. it and all that kind of stuff. But I first told him when he started growing his beard, 
that he needed to keep on doing it because it is truly a magnificent beard. Worst thing I find like, with those squiggly mowies, though, like, it makes you have the situation where you suddenly just licks your face and you scratch. You went, oh, fuck! And then you've got to spend another hour and a half in the mirror getting your little twirly back. No, he did, it's like an obsessive-compulsive, the amount of times he plays with it. Speaking of, just and, do a shout-out, um, Curly Whirlies. Love those. Thank you very much. Oh, I love a Curly Whirly. Oh, best thing ever. Still one of the cheapest chocolates you can buy. That's why I used to buy them, and now they still are, but they're probably still about two bucks. But <laughs> Exactly. But I love a curly, oh, that caramel so goodness. so nice. <laughs> curly with Anyway, so he's got, yeah, he's, <laughs> got that, he's got a beard that I think absorbs light. That's how thick and dense it is. Like, it's just fucking majestic. So big shout out to Pete. How are you, mate? I've just seen your picture on online. And, uh, really hope and he's listening now and um, listens to your opinions on Grindstone. <laughs> yeah, well, he didn't used to be. He used to be in a. He used to, he's a barista by trade, and he used to be in a a very cool little hip place in um, in the city. So he's obviously moved on. You know what we should well, do good for him. We should have a segment Colin. now called "Let's Meet Pete." <laughs> Let's meet Pete. <laughs> if I can, why not? Let's meet Pete. Yeah, let's meet I, Pete. I, I, I don't think we're, we're not great friends, but oh, I'll hit him up. I'll see what I'll see what he says, <laughs> and he'll probably tell me to piss off. I'm certain the ladies are too nice for that. Mm. Yeah, but okay. So you struggled with grindstone of what it was. I would not have known if someone just gave me a a logo, unless there was a defining moment within that logo in the design that mm. showed me what it was visually. Mm-hmm. I would have no idea. All right. So, quick game time. Now, can I just point out mm. that last week you were mm. not going to be watching the Avengers and I said I could play a bit of a Super Bowl game such as, oh, do you want to know what happened in Avengers over and over again? Yep. And you said, if I do that, yep. I'll do a whistling game, I'll come up with a mm-hmm. quiz. And I thought, yes. fair enough, the roadies don't need that. I'm going to save their heartache. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to mention it. Now, you've, I know you've seen the movie. We're not going to talk about the movie. No, because we, we can't. Thanos demands our silence. And so we should. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that you should be able to play a quiz. Oh, it's 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 pretty good though. <laughs> Fuck. All right. right the, the gay bar or not? That's the name of the game. <laughs> I want a ticket to a gay bar. Bar. Gay bar. Gay bar. Right. So we've had grindstone. <sighs> okay. Grinders. Gay bar or not? <laughs> I'm going to say not. I'm going to say it's more to do with coffee. Oh, congratulations. Coffee roasters. Fantastic. Work for- yeah, there you go. Grinders coffee. Um, not too bad, actually. Yeah, don't mind. Um, if you are a grinders person, I quite like the Giancarlo blend. Oh, All right. Listen to you, you little bloody hipster, coffee-loving, redhead <laughs> ranger boy. <laughs> All right. Gay boy, gay bar or not? <laughs> gay boy, <laughs> gay bar or not? Gay grind, bar. grind. Ah, uh, gay bar. Oh, sorry, the grind at Hendon. Oh, that changes everything, doesn't it? Something becomes it fancy. No, I'm still going with gay bar. No, coffee shop. Ah. <laughs> 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 You're talking. To- okay, this game, right? Yes, is being played by someone who yes. a is not gay. 
Well, not yet. And anyway. doesn't drink coffee. No, and doesn't drink coffee. <laughs> so, but the first one was a hairdresser's thing. There you go. Right. No. Cool. 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 So one out of one. I, okay. Last one because I only got three. Okay. Because I didn't. I didn't think I could keep you playing for too long. <laughs> gay, gay bar or not? Mm-hmm. Now, this one. This one is. Uh, this one's going to be a tough one. Thinking caps on. Or oh, as we like to say. It's going to be a hard one. Hard one. Yeah. Okay. The Grind, downtown, 418 Gay Street. <laughs> I gave you the address. Oh, see, this is the problem now, though, because it could be complete trickery. It could be. It's in Knoxville, Tennessee, by the way. <sighs> the Grind, downtown, and it's 418 Gay Street. <laughs> Look, G A Y. By the way, yeah, not look, even. Look, just for the sake of it, um, I'm going to stick with coffee. Well done, congratulations! <laughs> <laughs> I knew you Snaps were playing trickery. I knew you were. <laughs> that would just be too easy. <laughs> wow! <laughs> Mind you, have you ever been to a gay bar? No, I have not. Oh, I have. So when I, <laughs> I've been multiple times. <laughs> And that's a story for our new podcast coming out called... <laughs> coming out. <laughs> coming out with the South Road Boys. Mm. Coming out with the South The first time I moved... Well, the, I moved to Melbourne and I've got friends of mine, John and Michael, who they are straight, but they had um, uh, friends of theirs who were gay. And they said, look, we're going to go to a nightclub. And I've gone, Fucking, yeah, why not? Now, <laughs> Rock on. I, so I was fresh off the boat from Tassie. Like, I was fresh off the boat and had not, I don't, I had not lived, basically. I had not lived. And so I rock up to this place. I'd put my good blunnies on because I had two blunnies, the work blunnies and the good blunnies. They were polished up. Can I say, too, this is coming from a Tasmania, for those who don't recognise back then, that we had no one basically openly gay in this state that you would see. Also, we had... Basically, no Asian people in this state. No, no, there was one. <laughs> <laughs> and and to be honest, we didn't really have a lot of people of colour either. No, def- not in not pre not in the eighties. Yeah, so essentially, maybe, maybe the nineties. Yeah, you know, Tassie back then, um, we sounded a lot like Texas, but <laughs> it wasn't quite like that. More like Alabama. Alabama. Down. Alabama. The down uh, South Road boys. I <laughs> uh, uh, tell you what, South Road boys. My my wife's grandfather, he was from uh, Alabama. His name was Bill. Bill Weeks. <laughs> and he used to start every... I remember he started every sentence with, or most sentences with, uh, to you what, Jill. <laughs> One of the most embarrassing conversations I and awkward conversations I have ever had we went over to America. They lived in San Francisco, or just out of San Francisco. They played, lived in a place called Vacaville. Um, and we went and had Thanksgiving lunch, which is a big thing in the States, Thanksgiving. We went and had Thanksgiving lunch at my wife's aunt's place, which is in Los Angeles, so Huntington Beach. So we drove down there and the grandparents were there. We'd had lunch. It was great. Everyone left, like uh, Amy, her aunt, and her uncle and her grandmother went to the kitchen. Her uncle went to do some job and the, the, the lady folk were cleaning up and they were getting dessert ready. So there I am left with grandpa. 
Now, this is probably the first time I'd been left alone with the man. Mm-hmm. This man's ex-Air Force. And at the time, he would have been in his 70s. And he had a real southern drawl uh, to you, boy, Joe. And he started off with, now, Joe, <laughs> I tell you what. Sometimes in a man's life, he feels the need to stray. And I'm like, you fucking what? <laughs> <laughs> How awkward is this? I'm uh, I'm not. Uh, I would have been mid-20s or something like that. He feels the need to stray. And I'm like, right. He goes, well, when, what you you need to do is when you experience that you have to have what we call a nooner (laughs) do you know what a nooner is joe (laughs) and i'm like i do thank you very much oh wow (laughs) thankfully then at some point in time someone came into the room now i think the conversation was probably a little bit longer than that and also can i just point out your phrase of someone came in the room (laughs) (laughs) And that was the end of the lunar. <laughs> but the funny thing was, I was telling, I was regaling the story, probably in a little bit greater detail, um, to my wife later on. But we were staying on a made-up bed, like on a couch bed uh, in the loft, and that was in a study area. But we had everyone's... She had to put a pillow over her face because she was laughing so hard. One, at me being so mortifully embarrassed because i'm quite a private person for the most part and don't generally talk about the sexy times to the sexy stuff you're very prudish Mm. well you are yeah you are there's some things that just don't need to be spoken about in mixed company this is a funny thing you see (laughs) there's not many things that really worry me to talk about no but we start talking about sex with you in the room yes and you just shut it down (laughs) (laughs) do i that's great (laughs) <laughs> oh, you just don't like it. Especially if your wife's yes. involved in the conversation. <laughs> oh, no, that's not good. <laughs> Some things are private, Troy. Oh, roadies, you've never seen a guy that can talk his way out of anything try and talk when his wife starts talking about his sex life. I don't know why. I don't oh, know. I'm not So prudish. funny, man. So funny. Yeah. Oh, I, love, I love that about you. It's just brilliant. <laughs> anyway, so she she laughed hysterically over that that's great um now i'm trying to remember where we were uh uh good blunston's gay bar coming to melbourne from tassie oh fuck you're awesome so <laughs> i know i'm there and i've rocked up the front i've put my good blunston's on yep i'm wearing my jeans nice i'm wearing i think a white or blue t-shirt Sexy. underneath my going out flanny <laughs> And the difference between you going out flanny and your normal flanny is you going out flanny doesn't have the proper collar on it. It's got like the, the, the grandpa collar. I thought you were going to say it's been washed. <laughs> yeah, well, there's that too. Um, but, you know, it's not made out of real flannelette. It's probably just a flannelette look, but it's probably Fancy. a cotton blend. Yeah. And look, that was the 90s, people. So stop fucking judging me, all right? And I've looked at there and, and the door bitch has looked at me. Now, I believe that the door bitch at some point in time may have I people may have said that that door bitch was a man she probably identified as female but when she said are you sure you're in the right place (laughs) I've gone in my 19 year old voice oh yeah Fantasia (laughs) that'll be me (laughs) so we went to a place called Fantasia and she the door bitch just went oh they're gonna love you (laughs) 
<laughs> Prime meat from Tassie. Exactly. So I go, right, let's get it on. And this is when I used to drink. So I've gone upstairs and I've gone, hang on. There's a lot of guys here, a lot of girls here. Why are the guys dancing with the guys and the girls dancing with the girls? <gasps> They're kissing and not the other people. They're kissing each other. And then I quickly realised that that's where I was and, yeah. and that was okay. But I went to the bar. Now, what people don't realise is in Tassie, when you order a beer, what you order is what you want. So in different parts of Australia, you'll order ponies and middies and schooners and pots and handles or whatever. In Tassie, if you want 10 ounces of beer, you'll ask for a 10 ounce. A ten ounce. Yep. <laughs> or if you want 7 ounces of beer, you'll ask for a 7 yeah. ounce. <laughs> there's, a, there's a bit of a, a, a trend to how we get yeah. beer in Tasmania. Yeah. So I walked up to the bar to this guy who may have been in Chaps. <laughs> <laughs> Not the ones that we were talking about off of official South Road Boys merchandise, <laughs> which was leather and latex. That, or, they would be or, way sexier. Leather and lycra. Yeah. And I've said, oh, can I get a 10 ounce, thanks? And he's gone, no, we don't do cocktails. <laughs> <laughs> I've gone, no, I just want a 10 ounce, thanks. He's gone, what? And I, I basically had to point. I said, I want one of those and pointed to a 10 ounce glass full of that and pointed to the beer handle. <laughs> oh, you want a pot? No, mate, I don't smoke drugs. <laughs> <laughs> Lost in translation. So there you go. That was me. My very first gay bar um, experience in Melbourne. I think it's amazing that, like, out of all that entire conversation, you completely avoided the story where you sucked a bit of cock. But look, that's okay. You don't need to talk about that. That's your business. And And I I realise you're a bit prudish, so (laughs) we won't go there. (laughs) I got taken to a gay bar for my birthday in Sydney. So I had to go and work in Sydney from Melbourne. I had to go to Sydney on my birthday and work. I was doing a computer install. I got a friend of mine up there called Clinton. Shout out to Clinny. Um, now Clinny is a bear. He is a legit bear. He goes on bear cruises. He's got a partner, Warren. He is as gay as Christmas. And as <laughs> gay as Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when did Christmas become gay? I don't know. I just know that expression, as gay as Christmas. <sighs> anyway, so I went up there and Clinny thought it would be a great idea to take me out for my birthday, which was a lovely thing of him to do. Absolutely wonderful. Except he took me to a gay bar, which was okay. Of you know, Patanesia. <laughs> which is fine. That's okay. And then he said, "Let's play pool, doubles." And I've gone, "Yeah, right." Now you and I have played pool quite a lot. Yep. I play okay. You know, I can I can hold my own generally with most. Clinton could not at all. He looked like someone who'd never played the game before who doesn't know what sports is, <laughs> and had been a double amputee. Wow. <laughs> it, like, he, eight ball is not his gift. There are many things that he's good at. Um, eight ball is not one of those. And we got beat severely by drag queens <laughs> who were on their way to work. They were in full, full, full you know, kit. Priscilla Queen of the Desert outfit. And they were about to go to the pub upstairs or next door to perform, and they beat us. Now, that's a great story fantastic. in itself. That's awesome. I love that. It was just, I think that was for my 21st or 22nd birthday as well. Like, it was just hard. <laughs> <laughs> for now, for now. So, there you go. Wow. That's my gay bar experience. It's gay de- bar, there's gay a pattern. bar. There is a pattern there, my friend. 
Do you know what the pattern is? Tell me. I could tell. I could tell you what it is. I could tell you why. Tell me why, Joe. A... Tell me why. I tell you why. Yeah, tell me. Can't can't be because, boy. Because uh... tell me why. Because <laughs> today's the thirtieth of April, and it is oh, honesty day. <laughs> I was going to get that one uh, in. That's what she said. <laughs> Fun holiday. <laughs> Honesty day. <laughs> April begins with a day that celebrates falsehood. April Fool's Day and ends with a day that celebrates and acknowledges the importance of being honest. Apparently today, um, tell the truth. People encourage to speak the truth. Uh, Honour the honourable. And apparently the the phrase, honesty is the best policy, was coined by which US president, Troy? Oh, what a go. Lincoln? Mm, it's on the $100 bill. I don't know what's on the $100 bill. You're Ben Franklin's buddy. Well, there you go. <laughs> ben Franklin, there you go. So, you and your <laughs> freaking days, honestly. Yeah. You must have so much joy I reading do. these and thinking, how am I going to slide that in? Wink, wink. Yeah, I really do. <laughs> I do. For now, for now. <laughs> That's what she said. Oh, speaking I, I of do. Th- I, yeah, speaking I of things that come out as a surprise. <laughs> yes. So I'm going to shut this down straight away, so I hate your days. Um, okay. Did you hear the story in the news this week about the dude that decided to lay a bit of punishment on the 16-year-old boy for picking on his daughter? <gasps> I I saw a little bit of it. it- <laughs> it's divided the nation. It's absolutely divided the nation. And you know what? I actually don't know where I sit with this. Oh, because I'm not. So tell us more. I'm, well, I'm not a believer in violence fixes problems, as we've discussed previously. <laughs> <laughs> we are not fighters. No, we're not. And um, and I I do honestly believe that there should be. In most cases, another way to solve a problem other than just bashing the shit out of someone. Yeah, but like, like, I, 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 do, like, I understand. I realize. I reckon sometimes <laughs> you just need it. Some people just need a good. Well, hiding. this is the thing with this. This is why I've, I've jumped the fence a bit on this one. So the dude's fifty three. Yes. Um, so he stepped significantly older than us. Yeah, he stepped. Yes, yeah, significantly. <laughs> <clears throat> His stepdaughter has basically been bullied. By this sixteen-year-old boy, fucking troll. As in, like, um, you know, called a gorilla because she's got a bit of hair on, and like, just absolute shit stuff, and being tormented, right? Didn't didn't I didn't I read that he actually presented this girl with shaving cream and razors? I did hear as that a, as well. Yeah, like as a fake Christmas present to say, you know, shave your gorilla and all that yeah, kind of like, stuff. Like, guy's a little dick. He really is a little dick. Oh, he's he's taken, um. What most people could probably put up with was a couple of sly words and turned it into a, a sport. Yeah, and this went on for six months, apparently. Apparently, she was spat on everything. Like, just... Yeah, and this is... And, and in all honesty, ew. this is the reason why kids self-harm or do themselves a mischief because there are now measures in place to protect this little arsehole of 16 from maybe copying the flogging that would stop him from doing it in the first place. Which is what would have happened to us if we were that age. Correct. Well, that's, I mean, that's the reason why when I was, I was in grade seven, eight, and I was 
short, red hair, glasses, fucking buck teeth. I look like Ronald McDonald and bloody Pauline Hanson and had some sort of weird love child. I don't know how you didn't become gay. Because <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't fucking have me. I wasn't pretty enough. <laughs> That's a solid argument. <laughs> like, not with that shoe. That, not, belt and shoes didn't match. Um, but, you know, so, and it, and not being on the chess team as well didn't help. So things weren't easy. So I managed to find guys who were two years older, like yourself, or the Chris Wiplins of the world or whatever, and spend time with them. Now, for whatever reason, I either made them laugh or whatever, but by me buddying up with them and actually arriving at school with these guys meant that the other blokes in my grade kind of left me alone. For the most part, you know, I yep. copped a bit of a hiding every now and then, but for the most part, I got left alone. And that was one... I mean, the reason... I Fuck, I was lippy as well. That didn't help. <laughs> that did not help things. I was a lippy little bastard. But I managed to work out very quickly that if I didn't want to get snotted, um, I needed to either, A, defend myself or find someone who would. Yep. And no one actually ever came to my honour. There was no Kevin Costner in my world. But the vi- <laughs> the very <laughs> the very presence of the grade 9 or a grade 10 boy or boy sir who I walked to school with was enough. That was enough of a deterrent. Um, so this young girl may not have had that. I was not, and it worked out that from what I'm reading, uh, basically the stepdaughter's in tears. The father or the stepfather decided, look, I've actually had enough of this. Uh, he goes over to approach the boy and give him, as he said, an old-fashioned talking to. <laughs> Which means he was in for a hiding. Uh, well, well, yeah, he was obviously pissed off. He was angry. But he's going yeah, over to probably thing- do the older guy against the little kid saying, fucking stop it. And he wanted to belittle him, which is probably the wrong way of going about it. But you get to a point where you've had enough. It's like, Well, he wanted he wanted to intimidate him. Yes. There was no question about it. Because that's what he bullies the- normally need. Bullies need to be bullied back to stop being a bully. Correct. So this, this father has quite rightly wanted to protect his child. Yes. Now, he's realized that he probably can't do anything physically. And so he's gone to try and scare this 16-year-old. But I think because of the society we live in where this 16-year-old hasn't copped a hiding from a parent... Like, I remember I remember when we were teenagers, I remember being with us, a couple of us guys, and we were throwing rocks at something that we probably shouldn't <laughs> have on, on bikes. We got caught by one of the local coppers... And we, all three of us, received a kick up the ass, a physical kick in the ass, and got told to piss off home or I will go and see your parents. Yeah, see, I'll, and if I, I know see... where you live. I know your Correct. parents. <laughs> Correct. And look, that's a small town thing as well. But you know what? Did Was I done any physical harm? No, I was not. Did it hurt? Yeah. Um, was I over it in 20 minutes? Absolutely. And was I psychologically scarred? No, I wasn't. But the thing is that... And did we do it again? Who oh, no. should no. Well, a little bit, but not much. But you didn't get caught. Oh, you're more careful. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You just didn't get caught. But the thing is, because... And I remember having... I had a... I, I remember I, our old school uniform was dark blue. I had a, a almost a permanent stain of chalk dust in the middle of my chest because one of my teachers was really good with a fucking eraser from the blackboard. <laughs> You know, I remember going to school and getting the cane and and people... I, look, I get that corporal punishment can be taken too far. 
and I get that there's domestic violence and I get that there's kids that get child abused. But when you have this 16-year-old kid who mm, viciously bullies another just kid... just being a little arsehole. And then when confronted about it, just basically gobs off because he knows that there's nothing this parent can do and also knows that there's five of his mates standing around not willing to help him but willing to video it. Mm-hmm. He feels and that's protected. where we sit now. So this guy's gone over and has apparently just unleashed a verbal attack, trying to basically, mm. as I said, belittle him, bully him back to kind of say, see how it feels, you little prick. Don't fucking do it again. But you know what he did? And this guy said he made a mistake because all he did was look at me and he smiled. Yeah. Because <laughs> he, he had no fear. Yep. And he told him to wipe the smile off his face and he didn't. And the next thing you know, he said, he said, I didn't even realize that it happened, but my hands were around his neck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Now, this is the divide of the nation because half of people are saying, this is abuse. It should not happen. You're the adult. You need to be a better person. The other half is saying... Which is true. We live in a world now where these little assholes, there's no punishment, so they do whatever they want. And that's why kids now are growing up in a completely different society. They're saying that as an adult, you can't get away with that. So why should you get away with it when you're a child? Absolutely. Yeah, so that's the thing. Like The only other option I think this dad probably could have done is gone to the school... And found the biggest bloke there and said, 50 bucks, you go over and snot the shit out of yeah, him. Yeah, we don't know each other. We don't know each other, but you will get $50 a week from me every time I walk past that kid and he's got a blood nose. <laughs> and all you need to do is walk up, punch him and say, stop hassling my, this, you know, name the daughter. And as soon as he stops, that's it. Yep. And I said, this is a world where I honestly do believe that violence is not the answer. It's not. Unless it is. It's. <laughs> <laughs> But see, and it's a bit like last week when you said, you know, basically, you've got a hammer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But and here's and here's the real issue: you've got this sixteen-year-old kid who feels the need to viciously bully the other girl. So, what what home life's this kid got? What education has this got kid got in his life? What's, What's actually happening to him where he needs to to reach out and 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 lash out at somebody else and pick? You know, most bullies, um, I think, have been bullied or or have got their own issues, so they just find someone weaker to make themselves feel stronger. Yep. Um, uh, I wish I had the answer. Uh, my my heart goes out of the poor girl. But the reality of it is, if there weren't five kids with video cameras there, this guy would never have had to apologise. No. Oh, maybe, maybe, maybe this, maybe this sixteen-year-old boy's dad might have gotten involved. And then they would have said, well, this is what your son did. And the dad went, fair enough. He deserved it. And that's the last we would have heard of it. But because it was on video and because it went on YouTube and because it went on Facebook or wherever, this father, who quite rightly shouldn't have laid hands on the 16-year-old kid, exactly right. has ended up in court and has had to pay a fine as well. Thousand which, bucks. You know, thousand bucks. He's, I mean, and, and I think he freely admitted what he did was, was not oh, appropriate. he has done that. But I don't know how we stop... Because the thing is, too, the reason why that kid would have smiled is because he knew his mates were filming it. Because that would yeah, have been so, a case of, I know you can't do shit to me, motherfucker. So I'm just going to sit back and I'm going to be happy as Larry. Or, you know what? I will get you to do something. I'll push you that little bit far where you do something that will get me on Facebook. That'll make me famous on social media. Yep. Yeah. Well, you'll be the chick, chick, boom girl. Yeah, there you go. 
So, but I don't know how. How do we? Do you think though that that bullies are any different than when we were kids? Look, there's always been bullies. It's always been there. I don't think it's something that will ever go away because there's a part of us as people that either become a victim or they don't. Mm. That's just it's how we are. I mean, ever since we rolled out of the cave, basically, there's always been stronger people within humanity. Um, yeah. And, and it's just always been there. I mean, like we're at school, Jesus, what are we talking? 30 to 35 <coughs> years ago. It's, it's, a fair, yeah. it's, a fair, it's a fair way back. Um, yeah. And it happened then, and it's still happening now. And I'm certain it happened to our parents when they were at school. Um, yeah. You know, it's, it never goes away, but how you deal with it, that's what's changed, I think, now. Like, um, it's not over in the playground anymore either. It's taken home on social media now. Well, because every kid's got a phone. Yep. And they're taking that home. So you're right. The bullying has changed because... Once school finished, you get to go home. Mm. When I went home, that's it. There was, there was, I surrounded myself with people I wanted to spend time with. Um, whereas, you know, you look at the kids now, they either, yeah, they just don't have social media because that continues yep, and continues and continues. Because they can't handle it. Yep. So, and I think it's, it just yeah. sucks. I, I actually don't know the answer. Um, but I think we're definitely creating, I think, a softer society because. Everything's so easy and everything everyone can get away with everything now that when they get out in the real world where there's work and you're dealing with other adults in a work environment or a social mm. environment, I actually don't think many people now know how to deal with situations when they go a little bit awry. Yeah, and I suppose the problem is that if you don't keep a bully in check at school, then they will just be a bully in the workplace. Never changes, yeah. And and you get that pattern, and and a classic example of that. And look, I don't know the man personally, so I can't speak to his character. Is President Elect Donald Trump? <laughs> now he, yep. Well, and he because he cops a barrage for being a strong man. He likes to do the extra squeeze grip. Now, if you're a boy, maybe a girl, but mostly it's boys. There's always one bloke who's a fucking cock. Who, when you shake hands, oh, just wants to squeeze. Like it's like he's undoing his pants and whipping it out to say, "I've got a bigger set than you," and tries to squeeze your hand yep. too hard. And that's what Donald Trump's been pulled up for. You know, other leaders, or whatever. Well, apparently, when he met some Eastern European leader, the guy wouldn't let go of his hand. So Donald's done the squeeze, and he's squeezed back. And Donald's there's the video of it. Donald's trying to pull his hand back and the guys just kept on holding it <laughs> and um yeah, the old power play yeah but see but the thing is i've got girly hands i've got quite you know feminine girly hands um so i i've had this experience before where someone's tried to do the hand crush but because i've got the gift of the gab and it's a very subtle thing that this person's trying to do because no one else can see it they just look like you're shaking hands and then that's done yeah. i'll actually go oh wow you're trying to crush my hands What's all that about? <laughs> are you trying to show that you're stronger than me? You probably are. And then they feel like a complete dick. They go, no, no, no. I go, well, you really tried to crush it. That that seems like a bit of a dick move. <laughs> and and generally, people who try and do the hand squeeze can't verbally back it up. Yep. But once again, that's the reason why I had the snot kicked out of me in school, because I was a fucking <laughs> lippy bastard. So, being lippy is not always a good thing. No, no this is true. 
But yeah, so I just but, yeah, so divided the nation. I'm a little bit divided, but you know what? I don't think um, getting what you deserve sometimes is a bad thing. No, I think what happens though, I think what we need to do is put in place. I certainly don't believe that we're we're able to stop bullying, um, but I think there should be an easier way for the victims of the bullying to be able to bring it to the attention yeah, of the people who help. can do it. Yep. So, you know what? If this kid sent this girl shaving cream and razors. Um, that should have been enough for at least a suspension from school, if not an expulsion. Mm. You know, there is a certain behaviour where you can say a couple of things and and then when that person's reported for saying those things, there's there's counselling, there's, you know, mediation and all that kind of stuff. If that bullying then goes on and there is evidence of it, either via social media, chats or whatever, or there's physical evidence like shaving cream and, and whatever, then, you know what, remove that child from the problem and make the parents fucking parent and not raise a bully. How long do you reckon because... it'll be before, um, and I don't think it has happened anywhere, before mm. there's some social media, I don't know if laws is the right word, but a platform that allows you to basically screenshot a threat on social media and actually take it to someone, whether it be a principal, whether it be a police officer, whether it be someone, to say, this has happened and it actually be taken as a real threat. Not just that, oh, you know, I was just a bit pissed off or I, or oh, I didn't know well, what I was saying or I didn't think it was that serious. I, the answer is I don't know, but I reckon there is. I reckon you've already got recourse that it if someone be. puts something down in print saying, oh, but, and it's fucking the trolls. And that's the problem with the internet. Not only does it give wonderful podcasters like yourself and I the highbrow intellect and the ability to to spill forth pearls of wisdom upon the, the and, and incredible good looks via audio as well. I, I tried to get through it, but I couldn't. Anyway, <laughs> the the platform that lets you and I have a chat and put this forth is also the one that lets the trolls say that people should go and fucking kill themselves. Yep. Like, at what point is that ever, ever something you should say to someone? Go and kill yourself yep. because they wore the wrong thing or because they appeared in this movie and they weren't very good at it or because they were ball tampering and not in the fun yep. way, you know? Like- Plain and simple, Rose, if you would not say it to someone face-to-face, don't say it via social media. I'll add a caveat to that. If you wouldn't say it to someone's face while they're holding a loaded shotgun at you. Oh, hello. <laughs> and that should be your measure. Someone's holding a loaded shotgun at your face... What would you say to him? Please don't, sir. Thank you. Also, <laughs> it also stops you saying "nice tits, love." <laughs> yeah. Oh, maybe not. That could be a compliment. There was a wonderful. You know, uh, it was either a meme or, or something I saw online here a while back. I don't know whether we discussed mm. it, but it was about treating women. Yes. Talking to women and speaking to women, how you would speak to the rock. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so if, if you wouldn't say it to the rock. Don't say it to a woman. Yeah, fair so enough. If you wouldn't do it to the rock, don't do it to a woman. Do it to the woman. There you go. So that's a lesson to be learnt. But we will move on from that. Yeah, that was a big one. I didn't expect that to go on so far. But um, I'll tell you what, though. Um, I reckon the video would have been pretty funny. Because <laughs> I reckon just that sp- split-second stop point of that kid's face when he realised that shit was about to get very real. Yeah. Oh, it would have been gold. Oh, well, his mates jumped in. I've seen, I've oh, seen the very brief video. Yeah, 
and you could hear this adult just was he like the Hulk? unleashing a, was he just like throwing no, kids off left right and center <laughs> no he was unleashing a tirade and then you just you just see him go straight for the throat it's the real homer bart simpson moment where he's just going hands on the throat <laughs> okay like, should should have just punched him and would have got a better result but he's going hands on the throat I if and it then would have been a worse fine or or charge no, no it would have been a one off like cuz he would have hipped him Dropped him, job done. There you go. Whereas this got others involved. Oh, get off him, get off him. He wasn't doing anything. Well, fucking yes, he was. He was terrorising a young girl to the point where... Mm. Yeah, exactly. So he actually was. And you know what? If this 16-year-old See You Next Tuesday hadn't been doing those things to this girl, that conversation with the father would never have happened. Now, the parents of the See You Next Tuesday... They need to get involved and say, why Why are we allowing our son to perpetually have this behaviour? You know, that's their responsibility. As a parent, that's your job to make oh, sure that the, the animal that you bring up in your house is kind to others and just doesn't hurt people. Yeah, not that you can blame parents for everything. You cannot. But, there are but some... you should certainly try if your kid's a little shit. But you know what? If your kid is... If you aren't able to control your child there are places that you can go to get help. There are counselling services. There are kids' outreach services. Gun shops. If not, <laughs> gun shops. But you can even take them to the police going, you know what, my child is out of control. I can't contain them. And they are threatening or bullying another child. Now, I don't know where, what course... I don't. That'd be a hard place to be as a parent. Oh, wouldn't it That ever? would be such a hard place. So I couldn't imagine. Yeah. But how about we talk about a kid who's a bloody little legend in my book Okay, let's flip it. Okay. Emma told her son he couldn't go to Bali, but that wasn't what he heard, wanted to hear. So Emma's Emma's little son... Oh, I heard about this. <laughs> yeah, keep going. This is gold. Emma's little son, who's 12, went, you know what? I really would like to go to Bali. So he got his mum and dad's credit card got online, looked at the uh, airlines that would travel to Bali where you can be 12 years old and travel as an unaccompanied minor internationally. Just going to throw in too that the dude's been to Bali a few times with his family already as well. Yeah, so he knows what he's missing out. Yeah, Yeah, he's he's got his own Bintang (laughs) T-shirts. He knows what's what. Um, And so then he packed his bag... For a uh, four-day holiday in Bali. But he told his parents he was off to school. Now, he'd managed to convince his grandmother that he needed his passport for a school project or whatever. So that's how he got his passport. He found an airline that would only need uh, to see his ticket. And the clever little bloke did self-check-in as well. So he didn't have to go to a counter. So he checked himself in. Didn't take any check baggage, just enough. He's going to Bali. Who needs to fucking take clothes when you go to Bali? You just buy <laughs> just it buy there. It, yep. Um, Especially if you've got mum and dad's credit cards. <laughs> he took his Razor scooter to the train station and then boarded the plane, no questions asked. Um, and what, what was it? He, che- he used self-service checkout at uh, Sydney Airport. He had a stopover in Perth Airport. <laughs> it's just crazy. Um. And it wasn't until the school called the mum saying, 
you know, you, you, Drew hasn't rocked up to school. She's like, he's gone. <laughs> he's got himself to Bali. So he booked himself a room at the All Seasons. Um, and she had to then go to Bali to pick up her son. I did hear that apparently she also cancelled all the credit cards, but that didn't work either somehow. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I didn't hear Yeah, there was, hear a, there about was that. a conversation that happened afterwards where uh, everyone, once again, online stuff, all the trolls, were saying that yes. she's obviously a terrible parent, terrible parent, blah, blah, blah. And she said that they did everything they could possibly do. Um, once they found out he was gone, cancelled the credit cards, informed the police, said that they didn't know where he was, but they assumed that's what had happened, and then everything just went crazy online. Well, I think that's the way they worked out where he was because they saw that the credit card had been used to buy an airline mm. ticket to Bali and to buy accommodation in Bali. Now, cancelling the credit card probably wasn't the best move because not only is your son in another country at 12 <laughs> years old, he's got no fucking cash. Um, but yeah, so they, they managed to catch up with him. I, look, I think the parents should be praised because they've raised a 12-year-old <laughs> who has got the self-confidence. Look, let's 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 not hang him out for, for being a bit shifty. Let's put this in perspective. There is a 12-year-old kid who is so self-confident, he will find a flight that will allow a 12-year-old to fly in by themselves. He will get his own passport. He'll book accommodation. He'll book transportation. He'll find a what, and he's happy enough to go to another country by himself at 12. Just kick him back. <laughs> Fuck, that's an amazing kid. An amazing kid. I certainly hope my kids don't do that when they're 12. But you hope they're smart enough that they could if they wanted to. Exactly. I hope that they know that they shouldn't. But if they needed to, you know what? Let's go to Bali. Get on the bin tank. Get into it. Speaking of Bali. Yes. Trickin' Ethiopians get sick of eating Bali sugar lollies. Because (laughs) because do you remember when we used to do the 40-hour famine years ago? (laughs) All you could eat was barley sugar lollies because that is obviously the main food source of people in Ethiopia. So my question once again is, do you think they get sick of all the barley sugar lollies that, um, what is it, Pascal probably, that make it? Um, do you reckon they tire of those? I'm not sure why you're laughing. I just, it's a very serious question. I don't think they can afford But they're they're there everywhere. That's what they eat. No, because no, because you remember when you're watching the Forty Hour Famine brochures and pamphlets, they didn't have barley sugar. All they had was flies around their noses and mouths and big bellies. Yeah, but if we were doing the famine to represent what life was like for Ethiopians. We don't have as many flies, so we can't help that. But we eat the same food that they eat for 40 hours. Barley sugar lollies. I, I don't think that... I think you've misinterpreted that. Oh. Yeah. I don't think we're going to eat like Ethiopians for 40 hours was the whole idea of it. Oh. And that the only thing that they can consume is barley sugar. Because as much as barley sugar is lovely... <laughs> I think if you're a starving Ethiopian or a starving Biafran, for those people who 
know about a defunct Asian bloody African country from the 80s. Um, I think that rice was probably one of their main staples. I don't remember us having and rice during the 40-hour famine. No, no, we weren't because we were doing a famine. And I think the reason why we got to have barley sugar was someone wanted a bit of sweet and they said, oh, I have barley sugar. So right. I don't, I'm not even sure they would know where barley is, let alone get sugar from there. Yeah, yeah. look, yeah. look yeah. I, I will say I don't think it's spelt B-A-L-I. Oh, so, okay. So it's it's Ethiopian <laughs> barley sugar, not Balinese yes. barley sugar. Oh, right. See, that's where oh, you've got it right. right. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. My bad. Yeah. My bad. Just, that's all right. Look, you know, I realize that I'm more worldly than you on some things. You are. Um, yep. So, you know, here's a funny one, though, 40-hour famine. I did find yes. this out actually on the weekend. It's changed a bit than when we did it when we were a kid. Oh, they're still doing they're it. They're still doing it, but now you can just take away things for 40 hours, such as you can say, I'm not going to watch television for 40 hours, and you can sponsor oh, someone for so. doing that. Or well, I'm, I'm going to go off Facebook for 40 hours. Yep. Let's not sacrifice. Well, <laughs> well for, some, for some, you know what, for some people that is. I tell you what, it's a lot, it'd be a lot easier for me to not be on Facebook for 40 hours than to not eat anything other than fucking barley sugar. <laughs> Okay, how about if I said no screens for 40 hours? No screens? No black mirrors yeah. for 40 hours? Look, it'd be a struggle because they're everywhere. I, I, okay, yeah. or are we talking about no turning on the black mirrors? No, no, no TV, no phone. Yeah, so you just can't switch them on. You don't have to, you no don't have to take them out of your house and put them in the shed. You just can't turn <laughs> them on. You just can't turn them on, right? So no rubbing them yeah. seductively? No, right. no frosting. No turning them on at all. Um, look, well, you know, if taking your shirt off turns them on, then that can't be helped. <laughs> yeah, if you is there, I can see my reflection in the black mirror and then I'll put the shirt straight back on again. <laughs> yeah, or you might turn yourself on. Oh, hello. <laughs> yeah. Wayne. <laughs> uh, shout out to episode ooh, four? Yeah, November. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, I, I just find it strange. But I suppose any way that they can gain money for a good cause... Yeah, go for it. And and I think... Like for you, because we, we can say, you're not allowed to go to a gay bar for 40 hours. That'd be a struggle for you. It would. It'd be Mein Kampf, <laughs> which is German for my struggle, <laughs> which would basically be, once you are, that's Mein Kampf. because yes, that doesn't sound gay at all. Because <laughs> that's my oh, gay German voice. It's fantastic. I love it. Once you are, it's fantastic. <laughs> Suck the cock and Troy. <laughs> oh, we're back on that again. I could do that hour voice for hours. I do find it very um, amusing. Oh, I do too. No one else does. I'm glad you do because you hear it more than anybody else. <laughs> I really do. It's great. <sighs> um, but yeah, so I remember doing the 40-hour famine and this was when I looked like a heroin addict. Like I, there was nothing of me. I was super skinny. And I actually ended up, I think we worked it out, I went for 46 hours, because I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> and I think we were driving somewhere, and mum went, you know you can eat now? I went, oh, all right. Um, I'll get something later. <laughs> <laughs> so, for, obviously at that time, I, mean, I don't think I'd struggle to do 40 hours now. I would probably get my hangries on. Yeah, look. And Mr. Grumpy Bum. Just donate the money yourself. 
Yeah, that's probably my Speaking best Speaking of eating, Find some... Speaking of eating, guess what I did today? Eight? Uh, I did that, yes. Um, I yes. went to the dentist today. <gasps> oh, shnikey. So I hadn't been for a couple of years. I've been bad. Um, probably oh, about six yeah. years ago, I decided yeah. that because <laughs> bad I... Boy, bad boy, <laughs> What's she going to do? What's she going to do when I come for you? <laughs> oh, that's got a different connotation yeah. depending on who's singing True. it. True. Well, depending on who's singing it, you could say, can I get jiggy with it? <laughs> no, 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 no. And do you... And so we, we've, we've spoken about your your doctor... Oh, yes, yeah, that came up a while back. Mm. How's your dentist? Well, well, here's the thing. So about six years ago, I had an achy tooth had to go in. The tooth had to be removed. <laughs> Don't <laughs> tear my tooth. Achy, breaky tooth. tooth. <laughs> <laughs> and a Cyrus tooth. Um, yep. And I basically, and the doctor I had at the time, I think he was a Scottish guy. He had a bit of a twangy accent. Really, really nice guy. Probably in his <laughs> early 30s. Maybe late He's 20s. probably from... <laughs> Roadies, I just like to tell you with Troy's being able to pick an accent, he's probably from Libya. Well, it's not that bad, <laughs> cockhead. <laughs> but yeah, so it could have been. Hang on, there is a high possibility he was. Oh, well, there is a high possibility of that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I did say to him at the time, I said, "Look, I hate dentists. I have a terrible fear of dentists. So I need you to." Okay, fuck you, Jimmy. <laughs> I'll fucking hate I you. You, you bitterd. <laughs> What do you got against dentists anyway? Oh. I went to fucking university for you. <laughs> so, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> fuck me. Oh, so I said to him, "You need to tell me what's going on at all times, otherwise I'm liable to probably either hit you or push you away." Because okay, I'm happy. I'm just putting my hand down your pants. <laughs> oh, that's okay. <laughs> Not gay at all. If it's a dentist. <laughs> I have some of this wee Norvacane. Oh, so, so I uh, I was so happy with this dude. Like afterwards, I actually said to him, I said, look, man, you made me feel so comfortable and not scared of you, what was happening, that I'm actually going to book in and get a first checkup I've had, probably checkup since high school or primary school, probably. So wow. I did that and ended up needing, I think, about four fillings and stuff. Wasn't as bad as what I intended because I hadn't been to a dentist for decades. Oh, yeah. shit. So it wasn't too bad. So after that, mm. um, went back, did my normal checkup, had to get one more filling, I think. Guy was great. Um, and then for some reason, I went a period about two years again without going back. Got the reminder, didn't go back. Ignored it was kind it. of a case of, oh, I don't really want to go. And then it got to a point a couple of weeks ago where one of the teeth is getting a little bit sensitive. I thought, mm. got to stop worrying about this. It's not like a sore when you wake up with a bit of a sore leg or you got a bit of a, a sore calf. You can't just walk yep. it off for a couple of weeks and it goes away. Teeth don't get better. No. So no. And when you've got yeah, when you've got a sensitive tooth, they're like, oh, you just say all those things that really hurt my feelings, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and they get crying all the time. And when you try and eat chocolate to kind of you know cover up the pain, it hurts yep, even doesn't more. Work. And- yep. So I thought, okay, go back. So I've gone to the dentist. Very proud of myself. About a week and a half ago, I've walked in and I said. Hi, my name's Troy. I just need to book an appointment just to get a checkup. I'm a couple of couple of years overdue. Just want to make sure everything's all good. Come in, Mr. Barnes. <laughs> We've been expecting you. <laughs> so this lovely young girl um, said, no worries. Um, we've got these times of I said, yep, that'll be fine. And then I've said, uh, and that'll be with my normal dentist, Ross, won't it? <laughs> Ross. And then she says, no. I'm so sorry Ross is no longer here with us anymore. 
Weirdly gay. And my, in my mind, I've gone, you fucking what now? What now? <laughs> Whereas in reality, I've gone, sorry? Oh, sorry? <laughs> said, yeah, Ross is no longer here. Um, would you still like to make the appointment? I've kind of gone... Look, I will. I realise that, you know, dentists are dentists are all basically the same, but just know whoever I get <laughs> that I'm not going to be overly fond. I'm going to be very anxious. And back to the starting point of you need to realise if you don't tell me what's going on, things are going to end very badly. So went along, hadn't been there for two years, had the checkup. Amazingly enough, all I've got to do was a very, very small filling on the front tooth, which won't even probably yes. need a needle. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's it. Very impressed. But very disappointed Bizarre. that my dentist is not there anymore. He was a good dude. Do, see, if you had have kept going to the dentist when those little letters came, I think you would have found out that Ross probably would have told you, actually, Troy, I'm moving on. I'm going to another practice. Probably. And you would have known and you would have booked into the new practice. But I don't even know if he's still local. He could be back in Ireland or Scotland or Libya, for all we know. <laughs> <laughs> With Gaddafi, oh, um, but I survived. I'm, I'm very, very happy about that. Oh, congratulations! Oh, thanks. Bob. I'm very. I love. I love my dentist. I think um, she is fantastic. Her name's Namita. She lets me take selfies when I get stuff done. Um, I needed freak. to have. A, I, I well, I don't care. Like, I know if you go regularly, the chances of you actually having to have something that really fucking hurts is not likely. Because they can do preventative stuff. True. But it's people like you who don't go for a decade. Because I'm scared of dentists. Well, the only reason you're scared of dentists is because you were, had dentistry at school, where they were just barbaric. Yeah. And then it's a little bit like uh, when, Little Shop of Horrors. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Missy Mall. Uh, Oh. So yeah, and that's why people don't like them. But anyway, my Namita was great. She needed to give me some um, some numbing shots in my gums because she needed to do some work. And I don't mind the dentist, but I'm like you. I'm not a big fan of the old needles. Mm. Like that's that's one thing that I'm not a big fan of. And when you get a local anaesthetic in, a local anaesthetic hurts at the best of times. Yep. But when that local anaesthetic is being put in your gums. That's that's a little bit on the ouchy side. Mm, very and the psychological, Yeah, and the psychological factor for me is, is not great. So as she's putting this local anaesthetic, injecting it in my gums, she was so sweet. She's just rubbing the side of my head going, it's all right. It's okay. So obviously the look on my face was sheer terror. Oh. So I had a, a so tooth we, out about probably 15 years ago mm. um, at a dentistry in Devonport. I remember going, it hadn't been for ages. This tooth had to come out. It was just killing me. So, mm. go and make in the chair. I knew what was coming. The needles are all around. Everything's about to kick into gear. And there's this lovely young dental nurse there as well. She gets the top off. Well, <laughs> I'm looking at this scenario. I've got the dentist above me about to rip holes into my gum. I've got yes. this lovely, attractive young nurse, dental nurse there. And I'm thinking, yes. I know what you're doing. You're putting me at ease. You know, you've got this, mm. this nice shining light within the dark. Yes. And yes. I'm meant to look at the light and take the concentration off the fact that I'm in a dark place. Yes, yes, But the yes. back of my mind's going, unless she's ripping all the clothes off and grabbing a dildo and doing herself on that chair, all I'm looking at is this fucking needle. <laughs> 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 I appreciated the effort, but I needed more. I really did, because that was not taking me away from the dark. That was a pinprick of light in a very, very dark room. Well, I... I... <laughs> 
maybe what you need to do is you need to go to a dentist like mine. There, we've got TV screens. Yeah, this this um, one's got that too. Maybe just get them to you know put something a little <laughs> more interesting on there for you. <laughs> they get there going, Would you like to watch TV? Oh, I've brought my own video. I've brought my own DVD if you don't mind putting that on. I don't think that's something that uh, thoughtful Troy would actually want to see in public and be seen seeing in public. Yeah, but see, so the thing is, everyone's thinking that it's all a little bit, you know, sexy time, when the reality, it's Hugh Jackman's The Greatest Showman. Whoa! I, I would watch that. That would tap my mind with everything. Yeah, but you'd start singing. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> That'd probably be better than my normal voice. <laughs> Speak, oh, singing in dental mine. tongue. Nice. Uh, well, you mentioned Thoughtful Troy. I did. So, have we, have we got something? Uh, we have, actually. Yeah, Thoughtful Troy is back in the house. Awesome. Well, I'll play the music now. Right, eh? Welcome to the teachings of Thoughtful Troy. <laughs> if you ever meet someone that's unsure about their place in life, yeah. tell them to think about pizza. <laughs> After all, pizza begins its life round, it's cut into triangles, and it's delivered in a square box. This saying is actually really fucked up and stupid, but you know what? Thinking about pizza always makes people happy. <laughs> Thank you and bless. Oh, I had no idea where you were going with that. <sighs> but you're right. Thinking of pizza really is good. Everyone loves pizza. It's like that thing. It's like pizza pizza and sex are exactly the same. Even when the bad still good. Still pretty good. Yeah. Still pretty good. <laughs> Bit like our podcast. And <laughs> Even when it's bad, still, pretty, still good. pretty good. Maybe that should be our catchphrase, the South Road Boys. Even when it's bad, still, still pretty good. good. <laughs> Maybe we should get pizza in the merch. Just pizza boxes, no pizza. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Well, uh, at least we can aim for. Well, it's still pretty good. Oh, <laughs> uh, we could sell it to Flat Earthers. Oh, they'd oh, love it's it. It's got a good crust. <laughs> <laughs> we, we need to market some sort of, you know how pizza hut or Domino's or whatever did that that stuffed crust yep. we'd need to do a, like an ice stuffed oh, crust yeah, cause that's so the they know that that was yeah definitely yeah oh, oh. What are you knocking things around <laughs> it's getting Look, violent what? here uh, <laughs> an ice stuffed crust ice stuffed crust ice stuffed crust <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that sounds funny, but it sounds does. like a hashtag. Mm. It does. I stuff crust. Anyway, on that note, I am Joe. I'm Troy. <laughs> and we are the South Road Boys. We most certainly are. <sighs> I stuff crust. I stuff crust. <laughs> <laughs> and we all stuff crust together. <laughs> Oh, Hugh could sing that. He'd oh, be good in the air. Oh, he'd be so good at that. <laughs> this is the greatest crust. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs>